For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to season four of Conversations with Carol. I'm your host, Nolan Carroll, and I have somebody new. It's one of my former teammates on this season. I think he's going to give me a lot of great insight and outlook on the other side of, of players, and not only just players, but business as well. I want to welcome my former teammate. I played with him in Philly from 2014 to 2016. He won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. He played with the Jags. He played with the Colts. Played eight seasons in the NFL. Najee Good. What's good, man? Hey, man. Happy to be here. There we Pleasure go. To be here. There we go. There Carol we go. Carroll City. Yes, sir. Now yes, we were. Sir. One of the things that we were going to go and talk about was how we actually met and just discussing, like the yeah. experience that when it happened, and we were kind of just joking, like I had to come up to your meeting room, yeah, and they switched me to linebacker. People don't. People still just just they don't believe <laughs> Put you in that box. I know. Horrible, horrible. But Put you in that box. What was your recollection when I when I first got up in that room? What were y'all thinking about this light skinned kid about to play linebacker? Man, what? First off, we had Rick Minner <laughs> from UC. I respect Rick though. Rick was a good dude. Rick was cool. Rick was cool, man. But man, what? You was coming in our room playing third down. I had to go sit down, and you had to come in the box, bro. And D'Amico looking like first off, we used to talk to D'Amico. He like, man, they gonna run the ball on third and ten. <laughs> and they did. I'm like, yeah. Hey, that that'd be as about to happen. But nah, that was bro, I'll never forget that. We're gonna bring Nolan up here. We're gonna come in here in a little bit of dime. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. Yeah, all right, Nolan about to hear them pass fire. Boy, oh my God. <sighs> nah. I didn't want no parts of that. Nah, that was uh that was interesting, man. And that was crazy too, because I remember I was hurt that year and I was watching, I'm like, we out here just trying stuff. <laughs> man, he got out there in that bang though. He got out there and though. Bro, I had no choice. Yeah. I had no choice. I was stuck. It was one time, D'Amico told we was playing the Rams. D'Amico told me, watch the pool. I remember I looked over at him, snapped the ball, and I seen Roger Saffold coming around. Yes. And I just stood there. Bro, you know I used to run track against Roger in, in college. I mean, in high school. He's from Columbus, Ohio. I didn't know that. Bro, and that's funny that you say that, because Roger, a big-ass dude. He was rolling. <laughs> it dude. parted like the Red Sea. <laughs> And he's rolling. I just seen 59 go, and I'm still stuck. And he just smacked me. I said, I don't need to be here. That's what people need to know, man. DBs do not know what the box, the configurations of the box. Too loud. Bruh. It's too loud there. Yeah. I'm good. But yeah, you got hurt the first game of the season. Uh, Acho got hurt. Yep. Michael got hurt. Casey got hurt. That's the only reason why. It wasn't because I was talented. It's like, like you said, no, we no, was just no, out there no, trying shit. Big, big boys. Let's just go ahead and put 23 in the box. And like you said. <laughs> Third and fifteen, draw. Third and ten, power. I'm like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't with that. Man, what was our record that year? You know how people would be like, do you remember every year you was playing? It is some great, great. It was like nine and seven, seven and uh, nine. We was ten and five. We we, yeah, that was the year. That was the year. We yeah, missed we missed the playoffs because we lost to, we lost to Washington on Christmas Day, and that was again because you remember, 
we lost to them, and we went from I do. Shit, we lost like three straight or something like that. So we lost to Dallas, we lost to Washington. We had like three division games, and we ended up firing Chip. Division They're not. No, that was no the second year. The second year when we came back, we went six and ten. Yeah, we went six and ten back to back years. But that was. the year, it was. Dallas won the division because they beat the shit out of us Sunday night. Yeah. Then we played Washington that Saturday, lost, and that was the game to get us in the playoffs. Yeah. When we lost that one, we couldn't go to the playoffs. Yeah, then we started to play that last game. Yeah, and we played New York, but everybody's like, fuck, whatever. whatever. (laughs) We were just out there really just playing because I was just like, And he was still in the box. I was still in that damn box. (laughs) No, actually, you know what they did? They came up to me and was like, hey, we're going to put you at corner week 17. Like, bitch, I ain't played in 12 weeks at corner, but we're going to try it. Man. And yeah, no, nah, that was uh, that was fun. But at the end of the that day, was that's your first time playing like ever. You played linebacker in the NFL. <laughs> People look at me now; they're like, "Man, you took too little." I'm gonna be like, look at this yeah, look at me, look at me. I was two hundred five. I ain't even about that. I'm looking at y'all taking on the, you know, that that ball, that that big ass heavy ball, yeah. the medicine ball. And, Bro, and yes. So Minner rolls it to me. I go to hit it, thinking it's like one of them light medicine yeah, balls. Yeah, bro, we don't I mean, do that shit. Indy. Yeah, exactly. That Indy. shit flipped me all the way around. We had the media out there too, bro. I said, I'm, I'm done. I'm good with that. But even after, still we played two more, two more years together. I dipped. You won a championship with Philly, which was great. You can even explain that feeling, because I yeah. never, I never asked nobody except Jalen Watkins how that feeling was, and he kind of brushed by it. But your experience, because I want to know. How it was that year and just the experience of it all, just winning it. Bro, you remember how pissed off the fans used to be in Philly? Oh, yeah. After we won that game, bro, I have never seen someone be nicer. Like, the craziest thing, you know what I say about the league that wise, hands down, why I make the most money? Bro, the Super Bowl is the best, like, experience. I think that, like, when you go to it as a fan, when you participate as, like, a business and, like, you plan it, it's, like, the best all around experience that way. That any business venture does, and like even being there practicing all that kind of stuff, bro. It was like, I mean, you know how banged up people's bodies was, bro. Oh yeah, by that time, man, we ran out there. I was like, man, what? I'm telling you, I felt bulletproof, dog. For real, (laughs) bro. I felt bulletproof because you were just like it was so much energy, and even though it sucked, bro, it was negative 17 degrees. Like we saw like the national guard out there half the time. You left to go outside. It was you was either freezing or scared. Somebody was gonna be like, "No, nah, you can't do this." Yeah, because it was in Minnesota. Yeah, bro, it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like they had a. I remember my mom, bro. She loved Prince. She told me she was going to the Prince party, and the lake was frozen. <laughs> like, and all I thought about was Dave Chappelle, like Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it was so cold, bro. It was terrible. And like the game was like that. The game was live. And like I saw it, yeah. And being at another like being just going to other games. Like I I, I have never yet been to another Super Bowl. I just can't. Like I just I, I didn't go to the Super Bowl before then, before we went to that. I don't know if you ever been to I never went, no. Yeah, long, I never, if I went playing it, I never went. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. No, I had never been to like the game. I'm like, all right. And now to actually be played in it now, I'm like, yeah, I'll never go back. <laughs> like, I mean you I don't have play. to, shit. You go and win it, you don't have to do that. Bro. Shit. But no, it was it was dope, bro. It was it was a clean feeling. That's I good. I was good to see y'all because at first I was pissed. I'm like, damn, I wanted to be with y'all, but at the same time I'm happy because it's like, you know, the guys that's in that locker room. It ain't yeah. it ain't one of those where it's like luck. Yeah, and you can tell bro. like what y'all were doing. Even that that first year with with uh, Doug, it was like, all right, they probably gonna be really good next year. It's just growing pains. So. That's why Jacksonville gonna be nice. Oh, I'm telling you, people don't realize like, that if they if they're bad, it'll be because of. Old mistakes, but it, like I don't even, bro. It's just I think that as bad as they were, they happen to still be good. 
That's so crazy. if they actually get consistent, oh my god. Oh, they're gonna be straight. They're gonna be straight. They're gonna be straight. Trevor gonna get that bag. Oh he oh. We were just talking about that last week. Yeah, we like, yeah that's crazy. No, that's good. Get the bag. Now, after that, went from Philly. You went to Jacksonville. No, I went to Indy. Indy. That was and interesting. Then Indy was. Yeah. And then you went to Jacksonville. Yep. And then after, you just decided to retire, which I honestly, I mean, they, people don't also understand this. You were, just because you were, you were a linebacker, but you also played special teams. Yeah. And most of the time, people discredit special teams because they don't think it's like a real position, but you actually carved out a career from it. Yeah. And I think people kind of, just with even business, the little, the, the smallest things are the most important. And just you with, with being in that role, because it was four of us at the time when I was there. It was Brayman, Marigos, yourself, and myself were kind of like, the guys, like yeah. the core guys of special teams, not the guys. Obviously, you had Donnie Jones, you had Doran Boss, you got Parky. But as far as, like, the main ones to kind of cultivate the ship when special teams was, you guys took on that role and made it into a career. And, and I don't think people appreciate that as much. Like, no, yeah. because of what it takes for special teams. So just kind of explain it as far as relation to real world and the football life Man, as far as how bro, that, that is. Bro, like, it, it became a niche that... Like, we always try to be the best special teams, especially with Chris. Oh, yeah, like, of course, Chris, of course. Looking everywhere. Look crazy. Love him, though. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, and I think that when we got Chris, too, man, it, it like, it, we leveled up because he was all, that's all he played. He was killing at it. He, and he was changing, else. forcing fumbles and all that. And, yeah. like, I don't know if you remember when Brayman came in and was like, we're the equalizers, looking like Thor. You know, he came yeah, yeah. to me one time, yeah, like, we're the equalizers. We carry that baseball bat. Yeah, he did. So, like, I just respect Fip, bro, one oh, of yeah. the best exactly. special teams coaches. I agree. That I guarantee in them coaches meetings, he was like, yo, if we, ha if we got this on our team and we make one play, it's going to ensure your possibilities. You know how you see that chart? It's like if you started this line of scrimmage, you got this oh, yeah, probability to win. Yeah. 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 Guarantee Phil was like, if we got these dudes on the field, bro, and they make a play. Yeah, that's all they did. Bro, that's what? Remember, remember we played San Fran, I think, in 14, uh -huh. and Sproles had two punt returns, or a punt return and like a kickoff return for a touchdown, something yeah, like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Our special team was balling. That's right. And we was that's like right. number one. That's right. And I was just sitting there watching, bro, torn back and all, like, damn, they out there balling. It was going <laughs> Balling, dog. And it was like, I, I just think that, you know, relating that to personal life and business like special team is niche in the league mm -hmm. like everybody is developing in business man like you find what your niche is in the business and then you try to be best at that craft yeah. and if it happens to be a position to where you deal with a lot of people then you understand you know that's you know what you know how to do but True. Th that's like where it it became very much like you know seeing that I'm successful in something that I can go carve this same role out in my regular lifestyle just using that template yeah. Of, you know, whatever it is, even if it's something that's already done before, maybe it's something that you can do different, but that's better to it. It's true. Or adding your own perspective, bro. So, like, man, it's been hella interesting. Because, yeah, when I got done, man, you know, I want, you know, definitely, you know, you never done when you, you always want to play. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you know, I wanted to take care of my family and, like, keep, keep, keep the same light, stay around the league mm -hmm. and really, like, you know, be in that environment. And it's, it's so many opportunities, bro, to work with the league. Yeah. There's so many different environments. Yeah. So you gotta you find a niche that you can be, you know, uh, profitable and, you know, of value to. And I was just like, damn, I guess I might as well try somewhere. <laughs> that's true. No, it's true. But that that's also 
kind of like the hang up with a lot of people is that they don't know where to start and especially other football players because as you know it's, it's hard to go from up here and then all of a sudden like you just said you don't want to stop playing but your body's telling you like it's time to stop playing and you got to figure out the new routine yeah. and that's kind of like the topic for today is just cultivating your creativity so when you're out the league it's it's one of those where you don't have the same help like you don't have people cleaning your jerseys every single day. You don't have breakfast every single day. You don't have the game plan ready every single day. So it's just like, what do you do to create that that path that you had created in college knowing that I want to get to the league, this is what it looks like. I got to do great in the offseason. I got to lift, get bigger, stronger, faster. I got to understand defense. I got to, when I'm playing, you were in the, you went to West Virginia. So your thing was, who's the top guys? Who's Top mm-hmm. offenses out there. How am I going to show out tackles, sacks, tackles for loss? And now it's gone. So you have to figure out what is my whole routine, what is my foundation? Like, how do you, where do you start? Like I said, like you just said, Man. where do you start to, <clears throat> to begin to take that first step? I think that the same creativity you have being like best at your profession, like for for me personally, it was like, I need to get grounded and like, you know, get implemented in a plan because once you like we man, we soldiers almost. Yeah. True. But we soldiers with the creativity in the game and what we play. So like, you know what I'm saying? We can be bro, there's nowhere else. You know what really hit me when somebody told me? There's nowhere else after you get done playing where you can do what you can do in a football field. Like you just not true. gonna Play no organized game of football. No yeah. Yeah. You can play basketball. Yeah. You can go golf and I was just like, damn, you're right. I ain't about to go out and like try to hurt nobody again. Like, no, no, I ain't, like, doing, I ain't, no more. No, I ain't doing that. So like just knowing that and then like, you know, knowing that there had to be a complete shift and my creativity came in like, all right, well, what can I do that maybe I caught on to while I was playing? Mm-hmm. Or it's like, what can I do that gives me those same type of parameters and constructs? Cause like, bro, the one thing I will say is, you know, I, it's a bold statement to say. And I think very few players can do it. So I'm not going to say all players can't do it. Mm-hmm. But I think there's very, very few players that can just go from the NFL and almost few to like where it's like maybe one or two. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. To like can yeah. go to the NFL to to go to an executive level of a business. Because the pathways that you have to cross. I wouldn't say, I yeah, wouldn't say that no, any you're business. Right. No, I think you're right. And, you're I, right. I, and I, wouldn't say that, that, I wouldn't say that they can't do it and like just... What I'm saying is they can't do it immediately. Like I, oh, you're yeah. not gonna be able to stop football and then you know six months later go pick up. You know what I'm saying in the time frame to where if you quit a job for six months, well yeah. you fired. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, no you done, or you not providing for your family and most mm-hmm. people's lives. So like once you get done playing, you get used to unorthodox schedule. Like we our yeah. our weekends is on Mondays and Tuesdays, like or, or, yeah, or Wednesdays right. and Thursdays. That's right. That's right. Like, yeah. like I remember, you know what I'm saying? You get ready for the game like everybody else weekend because you naturally used to the weekend. Yeah. But like. You like, damn! I gotta go to the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Saturdays <laughs> like, we in the hotel. Yeah, we playing on Sundays. Yeah. Like, remember, I remember a couple times, bro. We played New Year's, New Year's Day, or and like you, what you doing for New Year's Eve? I'm, like, I'm, yeah, about well, to go I'm to in sleep. the hotel. I'm yeah, like, <laughs> in bed by twelve o'clock. That's, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, what you doing Christmas? You're playing a game. Thanksgiving. Was, was like, we playing a game. And my brother, his birthday was in August. Mm-hmm. He he didn't spend his he didn't spend his birthday with like with family or friends i remember he told me for like 18 years 19 years because he played arena and everything oh, and i was shoot. like i like, don't nobody care but i was like damn <laughs> and like i just think that you get used to schedules like that yeah that 
allow for natural creativity to happen. So you're not That's thinking true. normally like anybody else would. That's you're true. naturally thinking of a different sales cycle or flow cycle of business. That's true. And like in the locker room, you get exposed to that. And like a lot of people don't know, bro. Like I think that one thing that playing in the league does good for us as being college athletes is that like when you get done, when you go to college, like there is no way you learn while you're in college. But there's no way you know how many jobs are available. Like think about how many jobs you're exposed to while we playing football. Like you see a trainer, you see the dude holding the mic, the yeah, camera, yeah, yeah. you see a sound true. specialist. Yeah. It's so many jobs, and then you find out all of them getting paid. True. You like, yo, bro, I can go over here and be like a, you know, like I think about it in medical. Like you don't have to be a doctor to take X-rays. True. Like you could be an X-ray tech, and you can still make eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year. Cause I heard those uh, trainers that be. Spitting the water, be making like 80k. Hey, <laughs> you need water? <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. over there. The fuck you up. Right, practice, though. No, I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah bro. So, like, I started seeing that, and I'm just like, oh, it's a different way to make money. But the thing that is very prevalent and true about the corporate world is that once you get into it, it's stability. True. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like you get a check every other week. And yeah. It, it gives you that type of frame of mind. But that's why I think that, like, I'll go back to the statement of saying, like, when you get done playing ball, bro, it's, you're so unorthodox. But when athletes start to realize that that unorthodox way of thinking is an advantage for them, mm -hmm. like I did, you know, in certain situations, like it's like, oh, once you learn the language of the book, just like a playbook, yeah, then you can read the entire book, then you know Facts. what's going on. Facts. And it changed, like, it just shit, it just changed, like how I looked at, you know, how you live, how you think, and how you eat, walk, talk. And the one thing that is guaranteed is like, you know, if if you weren't truly physically hurt, you know, damaged beyond, you know, being able to do anything, mm -hmm. you can get a low labor job where you can actually work. So as athletes, I believe we can get a job anywhere. Like really, like most of us can get a job anywhere. But, yeah. you know, if you want to do more, if you want to, you know, make more bread, that's when it comes into the creativity part. And I, I, I just, I use that style of thinking to kind of help, you know, build my relationships past ball. Yeah, man, that's good. Now, Tell people what you're involved in. You don't have to tell everything in detail, oh, yeah. but just like you were just saying, when you segued and trying to figure out your path, what what was one of the things that you saw? This is my opportunity. I remember you talked to me in practice one day, just in passing about it and how big it was. But you get ready to go to practice. I'm thinking about shit. I gotta play. I'm, I'm playing. This this man talking about business. We gotta do like I gotta play coverage. So. And I gotta get in that box. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I gotta get in that box. So shoot, I ain't worried about your business that you talk. Oh shoot, but just kind of explain like when you found it because you're already doing it in the league, yeah. but not the way you're doing it now, like full time. But just explain how you just picked it back up and said this is the advantage, the opportunity that I have. Based off of everything you just said, yeah, bro. Like when I when we was playing, uh, my partner, I always like to draw. Mm -hmm. I mess around drawing, but like um, computer art and design, I found a partner who knew the whole back end of like trading, and you know he's a little bit older than us, mm -hmm. but that's what like really helped me. I would say in the main message, get a mentor. Mm -hmm. He was kind of like that, and the business that we developed was, bro. It was it was for college athletes at first. That's right. I remember you did say that. Yeah, yeah, it was for name, image, and likeness. Finding a player, and if a player's name, image, and likeness is used throughout a sales cycle of a product, that not only would the business get paid, but you're able to pay the player. Yeah. Basically, the Amazon affiliate model. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shoot. No, but yeah, we found a way to wrap it into um, to a cool new perspective for users, which is like you see something, you click on it, you buy it. 
And people don't understand, you know, technology people do how hard that is to do legally. Yeah. Like one, you got all these rules of, you know, data and all that yeah. kind of crap, which, you know, we don't even get into. And two, like we, you know, we were we were the first company to actually make it make video shoppable. So like you can watch a video cool. and shop it. So once we came out with that, and I was like, what? I'm out here Nolan out there with his J's and his cleats on. I'm about to buy them just because. Like he got them on. Yeah. And, I remember we talked to the Eagles about it, and um, you know, they were like, "Oh, what does it mean? Like, what does it do? Like, VPO it stands for it literally it stands for video public offering. Just like if you go on the stock, mm-hmm. you know, you got mm-hmm. offering public offerings for stock. It's yeah. video public offering, and it, and it's the acronym for it. So it's just V double yeah. That's where it came from. But what it does, yeah, bro. Hopefully, in the future, we can make this podcast shopable. So yeah. that while they watching, they can buy a Yolo rum on the video as it's going. As it's, it's going. Clear. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's, that's where we wanted to go. But what it does is it allows everybody, it's not a business that's a taker. It's a business that's a giver. Yeah. It gives more, you know, interaction, engagement, and profitability to the, the experience of a user. And that's what fans want, man. You know, they want to know what we're doing. They want to know how we're doing it. They want to yeah. know, um, you know, you know what we're doing and trying to better themselves. I think of it now as like TikTok, like, uh, you know, they say TikTok made me do it. Imagine True, yeah. if athletes really knew how to like monetize their TikTok, bro. I mean, oh, how yeah. much influence they'll have. Oh yeah. And we saw that early on, and you know, hopefully this year we'll be in. Um, you'll be able to use it in a, a uh, you know, a broader reach with the league. But mm-hmm. definitely, right now we we already did partnerships with ten different NFL teams. So when mm-hmm. you go on their mobile apps, you can purchase whatever you see the players wearing, mm-hmm. or you can find out more. Like if you got a foundation. And you got a proposal for a foundation that you want to put out there, and the team is covering media footage on it. You can donate to it oh, as a random fan. So, like, it was meant to be a universal tool, just basically for users to learn more, whether as a transaction or as a donation, or if it was a you know a, a, a picture. And I saw that just because, like, that's kind of how my mind is. And I was like, damn, while we was playing ball, I'm like, man, could be using all this. You could be using all of it. So, how would it be for a guy now that? A young cat that uses VPO to be able to build his brand, would it give him that, I want to say, leg up to be able to do that while he's playing? 1,000%. And the best way, the best thing about it is that it gives him that leg up, but it also gives the organization that leg up. Like a, a lot of business, like I said, as a giver, a lot of businesses have to walk that fine line of catering to the player mm-hmm. or the organization just because of by virtue of, you know, who's purchasing it. Because shit, we fans and customers just like everybody else are. True. You know, so the organization is really benefit. But if you have VPO and you a player, if a team has VPO or if a, if a distribution point like a mobile app or a website has VPO mm-hmm. and now you're an influential player on that platform and you're able to measure your influence on that platform very in a very transparent way, that's only additive. Mm-hmm. So like when you see, like an example of it is if you watch a video, a highlight, like, you know, the best one I can think of, bro, as of lately is, when D Hop caught that touchdown pass with the Jordan gloves on from Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if they have that same play and he catches the touchdown pass and it does a three sixty camera spin around him, right? Like you normally see like the NFL three sixty yeah, camera. Yeah. And while it does that, VPO can make the glove interactive the whole entire time it's spinning around. What do you mean interactive? Meaning that while you're watching a video and you see the camera spinning around, D Hop and his gloves is in the shot in the frame. Uh-huh. You can click on his gloves the entire time, and oh, then snap. 
the, the actual gloves that he's wearing will pop up for anybody to purchase because motherfucker just called a Hail Mary on three people. Dang. And you like, damn, I need those gloves because he just caught that in the worst condition environment ever right before the game was about to end. If I, if I got them gloves on... You could do the same I thing? I could do the same thing. So what about... Because I know a lot of... Even as rookies, you come in and there's so many other things you think about. You're not really thinking about your brand, per se. you just yeah. more thinking about, I got to make the team. I got to get this cash to help my mom, my dad, my brother, well, whoever it is. What is one of the things that you can like tell younger guys to be aware of to where they can understand... I am the brand because they tell you this before you get into the league. Like, the league, the shield is the brand. Yeah. But at the same time, you are the brand, but you don't necessarily know it because the shield's always first. So we even brainwash for it. Right. But when we get in, it's I don't want to get cut. I don't want to do anything to embarrass the team. So you don't really do what you can do to build your brand. So what can, what advice can you give to younger guys to be able to concentrate on that to do it so that when they get to year eight. Yeah. And they get out the league, they're not, damn, what do I do next? I don't know what to do. It's more of, this is what I set myself up for. Now I can make my segue a little bit easier than trying to struggle. Yeah, bro. I, I think that, because like, I went through this like heavy. Because mm-hmm. just because I was doing something outside the league, but I'm like, I'm not trying to dilute my image. Of, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, too, like you said, you walk past a room in the front office, they'd be like, hold on. Yeah. What you really, what you yeah, really exactly. got to say? No. Exactly. Like, I would say, bro, like, when it comes to the business of the game and the business of life, like you always got to remember that the business is the business that's paying you and the business that's making you bread is the business that like, you know what I'm saying? Like you really, you really focus on, but at the same time, like when you're doing that, because the reason why I say that too specifically pertaining to athletes is that it's so hard to play ball. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, you can have all your preparation correct for tackling Ed McCaffrey. Yeah. And then he shakes you. He still gets you. So like you can't you can't really necessarily prepare for like that other than being in that environment. And that's when like your I think your natural instincts come out. But mm-hmm. I would say in the case of building your brand, the reason why I say focus on the business is because like a brand comes to you because of your unique personality through your business. Yeah. So like when you're young and you get brought to this, you know, elite club of members. Like, you know, shit, every club member want to know, like, why you here? Yeah. Like, they want they yeah. to be like, bro, like, right. why you here? And then if you think about the league, when they start to look to, like, push their brand or to, to elevate their brand, like, I'm a big believer of, like, you know, you are, your net worth is your network. Yeah. And you are, you know, a combination of, like, the five people you hang around and talk to and, you know, associate with. So if you're associating with those those people in that that elite club start talking to people about your brand that can you know not only benefit from you but you can benefit from so like if you want to do business and you want to start expressing your brand like ask the questions to the people around your club is like you know is there a brand in here that you know that i like don't be afraid to share like don't be afraid to don't be afraid to go to somebody and be like, yo, like, I want to start doing something. How do I do it? Because, mm-hmm. like, that's the one thing that, like, I realized, like, when we got done playing, like, almost everybody don't. Like, you know, people don't just get on Google. Yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> you know, people just, bro, just, like, don't ask the question. It's like, yeah. or they set up meetings. Like, the one thing that I, I, I noticed, because, like, you know, being with executives and talking to executives, like, they are very strict because their time is what's valuable because mm-hmm. they understand that, you know. 
your time is what is what you chunking up and making value for money. Mm -hmm. So like emails are like, oh yeah, you know, if you want to talk, give me a date. Otherwise, like I'm gonna be like, look, like, this can be any time. <laughs> it can be whenever. Yeah. So usually it's no or it's like either give me this time frame. So like if you young, like you know, we already got some cockiness to it, but you're a young athlete. Just go in there, go in the front office, and be like, yo, look, can I ask you a question? Like, don't go in there arrogant, but go in there and be like, yo, can I ask you a question? I like X, Y, and Z. Like, you know, how do I start working with people like this? Mm -hmm. And if they say, well, you know, oh, well, don't you got this to focus on? But like, look, them same people that I'm talking about working with, they're going to be in my game anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's and I ain't true. about to play That's this for forever. So, like, true. while I'm playing it and I show them value, like, why can't I mesh those two together? And then you will find out that, like, you, Constantly around the same people that you like, that like what you like, doing what you're doing, and then you know you make it to the league. You at an elite level, bro. You're gonna be around elite people at other businesses most of the time. Most of the time, because they want to yeah. figure out how you did it over there. That's true. Because I think a lot of times guys got guilt. Like they feel mm -hmm. like if I do my personal stuff and I mess up on the field, like oh yeah. he concentrated more on <laughs> off the field. Yeah. Like for example, Juju, Juju Smith. He loves to dance. He loves to play Fortnite. He ain't doing nothing crazy. But let them drop a pass. Oh, because you be dancing too much. It's like, bro, ain't got nothing to do with me dancing. <laughs> nothing, but Fortnite right. paying me one point nine million to play on Twitch or do something like and that. And they like sponsor in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> hey, that, yeah. I, but I think that's that that disconnect in there. But also same time, what you just said, I would never think to go to the front office and be like, hey, like help me out with something. Because you thinking, shoot, if he comes to the front office and he asks me something like that, we gonna cut him. Cut like, him. That's what you be <laughs> thinking. So. It's just, uh, and you got to know the right people to talk to. True, you do. You know what I'm saying? That's a big part of it. Like I would say to young cats, while they playing, like you're not gonna go to your coach to be like, oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Or like if you go to the front office, you ain't gonna go to the GM. Like, yeah. Like I suggest that to nobody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. But if you if you got free time, they know you when you ain't there. You got free time, and you can only True. work out so much. So like. The cool thing about it is, if you see players that start to do it the right way, they work they end up working with brands that want to work with the team and the player. That's true. So, like, you That's know, true. what I'm saying that it's, it's advantage to both of them. But like, I would definitely say like find them right touch point and nose. And like, the one thing that I also didn't know is like, you know, when you playing in the league, you at the top. So like, yeah. even in business, you need to make that connection with that that somebody who says yes is better to get business done yeah. or to, to know that you're not going to do business. Yeah. But there's also departments and divisions of like what I learned in organizations that are like the people that actually do the work. Mm. So like if you want to work with somebody in marketing, you're like, look, man, I want to get my social me media brand up. You can go to a team and connect with the dude that's not the head of marketing, but you can go to the social media manager and be like, yo, do you know how to do X, Y, Z on social media? Either. Yeah, and they'd be like, that what they doing? They ain't got to know that they doing yeah, everything with the, the team. Office. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and true. then you, then you find out that oh, if they know how to do more, you can definitely propose ways. So it's like, all right, well, I'll pay you to help me out. And if they do side jobs, if they can create Instagram campaigns, or they can do certain things that can get your social media up, or they can point you in that right direction, that might be some fun that you might want to do. And sure. then next thing you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, I, you know, I'm working with this guy that's doing the work that. When it comes down to it, now I see that that I can communicate with him easier because it's an easier face to talk. You're not talking to you know dudes that's intimidated. It's, it's so it's really about just finding information, like definitely not even just football, but just people in general. Because trying to relate this, relate this all at once, so it's just not being scared to find information. It is, bro. Yeah, I'm like mentally googling. <laughs> if I can say one thing, bro, if you mentally Google a lot of your decisions, bro, yeah, it is. no. 
No, it's true. That's good stuff. Uh, I don't know what else to really ask. We're just trying to get ready for season four. I mean, we got a lot of great guests that's coming on here, a lot of great people that, and it's, the dynamic has shifted as far as what happened in season one. It was just a lot of people that were incredible at what they did within the realm outside of football. Season two was more women than it was uh, men, just trying to see how they've carved out their own identity. Season three was more personal myself, but season four we got guests that are in football, real estate, influencer space, just all around as far as pertaining to what you were just saying, just trying to find and carve out their own own identity and, and give back. That was the biggest thing that I also heard you say was finding a way to help somebody else through VPO. What you were trying to do is seeing how the ecosystem matches with everybody that's involved. So definitely excited for this season, season four coming up. Seems like it's been a great road. My boys over here, Andrew and Anthony, we're about to have fun. Now I got a guest on here. I can, you guys can believe it. Well, no, I don't believe it. I'm going to fuck around a little bit. Because <laughs> I think that's that's the fun thing is, is really getting this rolling yeah, because I, I just think there's, as you go through, and you know this, just when did you retire? In 20, 21. 21. Then so. give me my ninth year. That's crazy. Bro, I got up there, got hit, beat up. That's crazy. Took a shot in the kidney against the Browns. And still ain't getting <laughs> That's crazy. So you've been out two years. I've been out two years, yeah. So you're still, but you've been in business still, but you're you're figuring out that it's, this uh, is what I'm doing. And yeah. there's a lot of people that haven't really figured out yet and just being on the outside now. Bro, the transition, like I would say that I had a lot of support. There you go. And the yeah. transition, bro, was still rough. Jeez. Just because like, not uh, nothing that deals personally, but just like mentally dealing with like business wise or football, like mm -hmm. like we get paid different. True, we, we get do. like you know different. Yeah. But the craziest thing I had to think about, I'm like, damn, I gotta go buy my protein. <laughs> you can't just <laughs> go and hey, make me that shake, bro. And what? This be right there for you. Right you there ain't got right. And then you find out how much that stuff be costing. <laughs> Bro, what eggs? Ten, fifteen dollars. <laughs> like, hold up, bro. It's like all like. Remember walking into the facility, you know you're getting breakfast. You know you're going to hot tub, cold tub. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Nothing, bro. I be having that stuff here, and I'm like, damn, I got to make this. You got to get up and do you it. You got to do it all you on your own. That is the biggest hangout. It's crazy. That's why I can't be like, oh, yeah, man, I miss the games, but I really miss a lot. You miss like, the <laughs> You miss the hot tub. Yeah, yeah. That's bro, true. No, nah, it's some good stuff on this season. Uh, we, we got some good guests. We're going to get it rolling, and. We got some great topics to talk about, so we're, we're definitely excited to bring y'all in. I got Najee as a co-host on here. He's got a lot of great knowledge as well, too, and we're going to have fun with this. We're going to have fun. We're going to be informative and excited and definitely fun to launch season four. So we're out. Conversation with Carol. I'm Nolan Carroll. This is Najee Good. I'm out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.